Hi, I'm Paul Carr, and this is Teacher Tales, Carr Shorts, Carr is me. Um, this is Podcast 30. This one's a little bit different than all the others in that uh, it's uh, my wife is Korean, and this story is from a female Korean friend of hers. So this is a woman's story, and it's called City of the Lepers. Um, quite true, and I will comment at the end. So here we go. City of the Lepers. I grew up 30 miles north of Busan, South Korea. I walked the rural roads and attended Yangsang Girls High School. The uniform of my school clung to me as did my eagerness to learn. In those days, we had two standardized uniforms. One for the summer, a white top and a turquoise skirt with white shoes, and one for winter, a navy blue jacket and skirt with blue shoes. In the dead of winter, we could wear black stockings. My shiny black hair, cut to the required length, hung much the same as did the hair of each of the other 62 girls. But a special friendship grew between myself and one of them, Sume. She stood a bit taller than I and weighed a few pounds more, but such things do not matter to close friends. Together we studied, together we washed, and waxed our classrooms floors together. Together we laughed, together we talked. Eventually, she revealed secrets of her life, and I did the same. But one day I noticed she watched me extra carefully when she told me the name of her village. Sangdong, she whispered, and then she looked down. It meant nothing to me. Why should it? I was a sophomore in high school. But a few days later, as I sat on the floor folding clothes with my mother, I said, Sume is from Sangdong. My mother stopped folding pants, stared at me, and said, You are sure she is from Sangdong? Yes, Mom. Why? My mother replied, It's a quarantined city. Quarantined? Why quarantined, I asked. Like Sorak Island. And then I knew. All Koreans knew about Sorak Island, even sophomore girls. My friend, my very best gentle friend, lived in a quarantined city. A city the residents must live in. Sangdong is the Korean city of the lepers. Her life must have been inconceivably difficult. Both her parents were lepers, and basically they were confined to the city. In Korean, it's called Dongbyang. Kinder souls call it Hansen's disease. I'm sure they survived on very little money there. My own family barely survived. But Sue May remained disease-free, and she could come and go each day. My wise mother asked only one thing of me. If she ever has open wounds, be careful. And so I was. Our friendship blossomed as we became juniors and then seniors. But in our final year of high school, it became evident our futures would soon open behind different doors. My door eventually opened to preparatory school. I hoped beyond hope that one extra year of study would find me one tiny spot in a university. Sume's door slowly creaked open and led her to a harsh factory job in a food processing plant. There she worked day and night and contributed her small check to the survival of her 
family in Sangdong. We continued meeting during my year of prep school. Finally, one day I received a letter, a magnificent, crisp, white letter of acceptance to Busan's Women's University. The next day, Sumei bought a gift. I opened it and cried. Inside, I unwrapped paper and found expensive shoes. Shoes we had admired many times in a shop window. Foreign-made, high-heeled leather shoes. Shoes I had no hope of ever owning. Foreign things then with their unbelievably high import tax were items to be admired and dreamed about, not owned. That my best friend slaved in a factory to buy them for me reduced me to tears. That she returned to Sangdong each night made their value triple for me. These are shoes, she smiled, to help you become successful. What could I say? I could only hug and bow with tears to my, to my friend. And so I wore those shoes, and the day came when I left my friend of Sangdong, and I left the shores of Korea. Even now, many doors later, it makes me sniffle when I think of those shoes. I am very pleased to also report Sumei is happily married, has hap healthy children, and we still talk on the phone across the sea. I think of those shoes, my shoes of success. They may have helped me through the doors of life, but they certainly helped me with something even more important. Those shoes bonded with me with a friend, a special friend from Sangdong forever. So, rather obviously, that's a, a woman's story told about another woman. Um, so, yeah, leprosy, uh, boy. Uh, I was, I was a, a Peace Corps volunteer in Samoa, and we had a regular job, and my regular job was uh, as an elementary school science teacher. And then we were all encouraged to have a secondary job. And my secondary job for a while was to go to the nearby local mo to a hospital and do a hygiene class for these kids that were way in the back of the hospital. And these kids that were way in back in the hospital, and I just remember it so clearly, it was so dark. These kids all had leprosy. <sighs> and it's, you know, it's a sad thing to see with Usually the, the main indicator, the thing you see the first is that fingers, fingers are gone or, or really gnarly and diminished. It was, it was just very, very sad. Um, so I would bring plastic toothbrushes and show the kids how to brush their teeth. And um, leprosy or Hansen's disease, as it is called, is exceptionally difficult to get. It needs incredibly unhygienic conditions to become contagious. Um, this story was from the person that told it. She probably was from the early 1990s, perhaps the late 80s in South Korea. And for me, um, I taught Peace Corps 78 to 80. Um, medicines have improved much since both of those times. And in general, uh, leprosy can be halted in the stage that it's in, and, and easily treated with antibiotics even. Um, surprisingly, there is an animal in America which carries it, and these are armadillos. Um, not that I ever wanted to eat one, but I most certainly wouldn't. Um, 
Yeah, anyway, who would, who would think that they had quarantined cities in, in recent history in, uh, in South Korea? But, uh, but there it is. So that's podcast 30. Thank you very, very much. I hope you find it enlightening to some degree. And my name is Paul Carr, and I will do more on kids and Korea and whatever picks my little fancy. So there. Thank you.